Recorded live. Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. Today we're talking about Dexter. This is our Dexter podcast number two. Um, we're covering the first two episodes of season five. Uh, episode one, the premiere, My Bad, and episode two, Hello Bandit. Um, so Dexter has been uh, pretty interesting so far this season, leading up from the the, the big uh, finale of uh, the Trinity Killer uh, putting a signature move on Rita, as it were, and uh, <laughs> and uh, killing her and leaving Dexter uh, to to clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so far this season's been been pretty good. I've been I've been. I've been interested in uh, some of the storylines. Some of the little things they're doing, I'm not that fond of, but I'm I'm waiting to see what uh, what they finally focus on for the season. What is what do you think so far? Yeah, I I definitely it's not totally clear what the what the arc is for this season yet, but uh, uh, I think so far I've enjoyed it. Uh, what one thing I really appreciate was that they picked up right where they left off last season didn't mm-hmm. pull some kind of flash forward thing or whatever. We actually had to deal with the problems instead of just sweeping them under the rug. Um, yeah. And so, so I like that. Um, I, I just, as a side note, I really liked last season. Uh, I thought uh, it, it had a nice structure to it. I mean, aside from certain, certain issues with the show overall that never seemed to go away. Um you know, I thought that. Hey, let's leave Quinn out of this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've 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 accepted Quinn at this point. Yeah, I can live with Quinn. Too. Quinn's fine. Yeah, it's, Quinn's fine. Um, but <laughs> nonetheless, I there was a time where he uh, felt like an interloper. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, but like overall, I just uh, liked how I liked how they built last season. It had this act one where we have no idea who you know John Lithgow is and what's going on. And then act two, you know, Dexter ingra- uh, integrates himself into his life, and mm-hmm. you know, we found out all kinds of stuff about him, and and hi- and Dexter sort of you know delaying killing him and even saving his life at a certain point you know, eventually leads to him getting the opportunity to kill Rita, and you have this, you know, big ending, which was fantastic, probably the best uh, ending for a Dexter season for the mm-hmm. whole show, I would say. Yeah, well, yeah, you can't really beat what they did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting, especially considering he, kill, you know, he ends up killing Trinity, um but Trinity's already won, sort of. Yes. Like, he's already gotten the final blow, and yes. Dexter has no idea yet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice touch, the whole way they revealed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, you know, and it, it always feels a little bit perfunctory at the end when he catches the killer and kills them. Because it's just yeah. like, okay, ugh, now we're done. Hey, maybe that's why they delayed it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, on a certain level, it's like, well, they they got to delay that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, from a story point of view, it makes sense, but just from like, you know, Dexter's point of view, like his his decision sort of led to Rita's death, and that's mm-hmm. that's sort of what the one of the issues is um, for this season. But I think one of the things that like I feel like. Uh, 
overall the first four seasons, like one big overriding theme was uh, was Dexter trying to uh, you know trying to uh, be a part of this family, you know, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I got used to that being a thing, and it just sort of built. I mean, Rita was sort of a girlfriend in the first season, and then he had his weird thing with Lila in season two. Um, but then in season three, you know, they had the baby and in season four, you know, it's really about being a family man, like specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it felt like it was building, you know, are we going to have a serial killer who, who just has some kind of stereotypical life, you know, and now with Rita dead and the, you know, the fallout from that, like that part of the show is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like it's really changed similarly to how Mad Men changed when, you know, uh, Don and Betty got divorced. You know, that this dynamic that's been present since the beginning of the show is just gone. So now Dexter's on his own. And I feel like it was a, a important thing to do uh, for the series because I, I think it, it, it just provides a nice, uh, a nice change from the routine. Well, yeah, and I think the best Dexter could have done was to to be be like Trinity, do his kills, and still yes. be a pillar of the community and no one the wiser. And then, of course, the the, the sort of you know the, the the truth behind the matter was he was able to do that by keeping his family terrified. Right. So Dexter's like, oh yeah, I can't. That's not a viable solution. Anymore. Right. He didn't want to do it, that. Yeah. Oops. Uh. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so they definitely couldn't have gone down that road because um, that was kind of the the model he was going to follow. Right. Um, so yeah, I, it's, it's it's cool that they switched it up. It's pretty you know drastic that they killed Rita and and I I mean it's it's been fine for me you know like having the kids around and Dexter trying to make all that work. But uh, I'm interested to see what they do now that he's you know unfettered. Uh, yeah, uh, by that stuff, and and to see what direction he heads in, because it's it's because uh, you know like you like, you know like you pointed out his his growth over the seasons have been him trying to acclimate to to have this family, but it's also sort of on a more specific season level. It's like you know season two, he's uh, you know season one, he's a big revelation about about where he came from and the whole thing with his, the high star killer being right. his brother, and then you know. Season two with Lila and trying to uh, find someone to share a secret with, and then that backfiring, and then and then you know then next season he's you know he's trying to find a brother figure, uh, you know, and like it's someone who can share a secret with the kid, you know. It, it always <laughs> right. really comes down to that, right? Someone yeah. who he can be himself with, uh, and um, and so then that culminates to trying to be the head of this household with his family thing. So now that that's gone, I, you know, this, he's still going to have to have someone to try to share his secret with or to connect to. And I, I don't know what the show's going to do time-wise. I mean, it would seem like a natural progression for him to, you know, raise, you know, his, his kid, the baby, and you and that be part of the drama of him teaching whatever, you know, whatever happens with the kid, you know, that being part of a long term storyline. But of course the kid would need to be older for that to be dramatic. Right. Uh unless he does it in baby talk, which might just <laughs> turn Dexter into a comedy. 
Right. Always follow Grandpa's rules. <laughs> Grandpa <laughs> Henry said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, but my point is, um, I'm interested to see what who this season or what this season uh, is going to be the, that that kind of pull for Dexter. Yeah, I think that's interesting to point out because they definitely made the parallel with you know Dexter's baby, um, you know, being there when Rita's killed and what mm-hmm. ha- what happened to Dexter, you know, which was it's like how can similar. how can yeah how can that baby not grow up to have some sort of problem that yes. Dexter can help him with? I mean, like on this show, you know, like right. in real life, who knows. But yeah. on this show, how can that baby not have an issue? So. Right. And the only thing about it, the only thing about it is, like you said, the time issue. Like, I don't know. I didn't see Dexter going long enough that the kid would even get old enough for that to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I don't see Dexter going more than maybe two more seasons. I'm wondering if maybe they'll skip some time skip. I mean, what if they could somehow? What if somehow at the end of this season, he has to go on the run for real, and he takes the kid with him, and mm-hmm. next season we pick up, and it's X five years later, maybe six. I don't know. I feel like the kid has to be at least seven or eight. Yeah. You know, at least uh, you know Natalie Portman in the professional age, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> for it to be for it to be dramatic. So. Sure, sure. Haley Joel Osment in mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, AI. Yeah. <laughs> no, we said dramatic. Oh. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> Painful. Just kidding. Just kidding. I love AI and all the three endings. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wish you could have seen the Kubrick version. Yeah, well. Oh, well. Anyway, that's not really our topic. Nope, nope, nope. Reel it back in. Reel it back in. The time skip, they definitely could do it. That would be pretty drastic. Uh, That would would mean uh, losing a ton of the fundamentals of the show. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, I started to realize that this, like, police station, they had one shot of the, like, Miami Metro, like, thing from the outside, and I was like, it's this, like, tall, like, it looks like it was about 15 story high, and I was like, I didn't remember the building even looking like that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I just never noticed, but I was like, what? Okay, anyway. That aside, the mm-hmm. the inside of it is just such a familiar place now. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I know there's so much in there that I'm familiar with. You got, like, um, uh, <laughs> oh, I yeah, po- point, it, point it all out. Tell us, tell us what we got, what we got. <laughs> this, this character's name I'm blanking on, which is really sad, uh, Angel? Uh, not Angel. Angel. The other one. The one he's married to. <laughs> LaGuardia? Yes, Maria. That's what, okay. You got her office, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which, like, that's got its own history with, like, that guy and what's her name that came in and then, like, mm-hmm. Maria, like, slept with her husband or something to, like, get to the top. Like, mm-hmm. so there's that little room and then there's, like, 
uh, Dexter's, like, lab area, you know, like, he confronted Dokes in there. That's where he does, like, he looks up a lot of stuff in there. And usually, like, when he's on a case, like, he'll look up things in there. He's also got, like, equipment and stuff. And then there's, like, the interrogation room, and there's, like, the, the place where Dexter does his, like, blood spatter experiments. I guess mm-hmm. they actually showed, like, Masuka doing it because Dexter wasn't there, you know, here. But, like, just this big white room and blood just sprays, you know, fake blood just, like, sprays everywhere to, like, I guess, you know. And somehow they get science out of that. Yeah, test out some kind of theory about what happened. Uh, you know, that like that, that, that scene in that uh, – in that episode where he, where the scene you're talking about, where she's like, try the machete. Mm-hmm. And he uses the machete, and I just, I'm just really curious about how they make the, the you know, what material that, that they use to make the, um, the human uh, body, you know, that, that, that he cuts, you know, to, you know, what, how do they make it where that is a, 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 an accurate or, you know, a reasonable representation, you know, when he chops that fake human head with the machete, that the that the cut it leaves on the tissue and the muscle or whatever you know uh, is analogous to what would match up to a human in real. Life. I'm just curious how they make that material. Yeah, that's that a good question. Actually, uh, on on MythBusters, they uh, they use uh, you know fake human uh, substitutes a lot for for you know for testing mm-hmm. out you know what's going to happen to people, how much they'll be injured, and things like that. And uh, I think they use. Uh, they actually said what it was. I think it's. I think it's made out of gelatin, and it's okay. supposed to. It's supposed to approximate the strength, you know, of of like human tissue. Yeah. Okay. But but to me, it's like does it does it not only calculate for the strength? Because that's one thing. But there's different densities. There's there's. Yeah. I feel like there's all kinds of factors in what it would do to you depending on what happens and the force and the angle and and it seems like one solid substance is supposed to really get that across yeah yeah i mean it's not yeah it so it doesn't tell you but it's supposed to be like close enough that you can draw conclusions mm-hmm. you know like yeah because it is it is like uh you although i think they do put in like a sort of substitute like rib cage and spine yeah you know. Listen, I'm just going on a platform here to say I want better human <laughs> substitutes. That's so just, you know, I just okay. want it better. So I'm, I'm right. campaigning on that this, this season. <laughs> this fall, that's my platform. All right. Well, everybody, you better if you care about that body. issue, go out there and vote for Claude. Mm-hmm. He's going to deliver better human substitutes. Do you, have a, do you have a time frame for that? Like when are we going to have better human substitutes? When we when we kick the fat cats out of Washington. Okay. Okay. <laughs> of course. Stand up for American values. I see. Like take our country back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Speaking of taking things back, let's go back to Dexter. Right. Um, so my bad. The uh, the first episode. What did you think? First episode. Uh, liked it. It was good. It was very good. It was, uh, um, uh, first episodes are always tricky, uh, to pull off, I think. Um, mm-hmm. cause it's, you know, it's all, it's, you're coming back after a long time and now you're just back in the story again and they have to sort of reintroduce all the characters and, you know, kind of reset up all the stuff, uh, from last season. But I think in general, um, 
I really liked episode one. I, I think uh, it was it was really strong. Um, uh, it was it was mostly just dealing with Rita's death. Yeah, you know? and I guess episode two had a lot of that too. But I think episode one was the most about it. You know, the the initial you know crime scene stuff and. Uh, you know, Dexter, the, the FBI being slightly suspicious and the, you know, having to make like funeral arrangements and Dexter having to tell, you know, Aster and Cody about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's what most of it was about. And, oh, the thing they did in episode one that uh, probably uh, I liked the most was the like flashback to flashback. Yeah, Dexter and Rita's good. like first date where, uh, I guess, you know, they were set up or something and um and Dexter like sees a guy he wants to kill while he's there and so he just kind of, you know, fits that in and just abruptly leaves when he gets a guy in his trunk and for whatever reason she's just totally attracted to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Based on this really like normally I would think that that kind of behavior would be off putting, but Somehow she she likes that, and that's the start of their relationship. <laughs> and uh, I just uh, I liked how that played out. I thought that was interesting. It was uh, it was a it was a weird way to bring Rita back, you know, very like Lost style. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Once a flashback lover, always a flashback lover. <laughs> I guess like to me it works because they don't do that all the time. Mhm. You know, so it felt like some uh, a sort of uh, unique thing. Yeah, totally. And it was it, it fit pretty well with Dexter remembering what happened and all that, and sort of the you know the beginning of, in his in his opinion, you know, uh, the end for Rita. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was some stuff. You know, what did you think about his whole? You know, I, I was you know okay. So after you know after she dies, the whole you know this whole episode, you know he just sort of, you know, stunned or something. Like, he's just shut down, doesn't yeah. really talk a lot, Does he's not obviously not emotional about her death and crying and any of that stuff. Right. But it seems like at a certain point it, it's expected of him to show that emotion. Yeah. And, and, like, not only that, but it would be good for him tactically to be yeah. starting to suspect things. Yes. So I was wondering why it never came up to him to even fake it. Like, because I feel like Dexter in earlier in other seasons would have been like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be emotional now. I need right. to say the right thing or pretend to whatever just as a cover." But he like never did that. He was no. just like, "I don't care if people think I killed my wife. I'm just gonna not cry. I'm just gonna whatever." Like. I don't yeah. know what he was doing, but... No, you're right. You're right. Uh, it seems like that didn't even occur to him. Actually, you know, like, I, when I was watching it, I thought about things like, uh, you got you got evidence you got to hide. Like, there's an investigation going on, mm-hmm. and you got this, like, you got this shed with your serial killer stuff in it. Like, mm-hmm. you need to, like, get rid of stuff. And I thought of that before they even showed him thinking about it. Yeah. You know, and so that made me think, like, wow, is Dexter not even thinking about that? Like, is he not even concerned about, like, he might actually go down because of this? Like, he didn't seem worried about having all the police, like, rooting around, you know, in his business. I mean, he did eventually care, but in general, I I would say it, it 
felt like he wasn't on top of his game. Like somehow the Rita thing just stunned him, you know, into uh, a kind of apathy or a kind of uh, uh, state where he wasn't thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. Well, what's weird is, you know, as as they point as part of the subplot is is this is when Harry would have shown up to help guide him and and Harry never did until until the end. So you you got to wonder what that was about too. Like he was he was too much in shock to hallucinate his father or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you brought this up. So I'm going to I'm going to have to uh oh, uh, I feel like I stumbled upon the Secret topic of the day or something. <laughs> you did, you did. You just hit a whammy. Well, I hit a jackpot. Wow. Yes, yes. What um, happened? Yeah, this was, I was going to bring this up anyway, but since you brought it up, now I'll just elaborate what I want to say, specifically about Harry, because I hadn't really thought... So in the early part of the show, Harry was, you know, just a flashback character. I mean, they just showed... Dexter in his childhood, and they showed Harry teaching him, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the code, and, and it was really, you know, he just existed in that form. And then at a certain point, I think they did flashbacks in season two as well. I think it was in season three where he transitions into this sort of... Uh, Kind of Obi-Wan ima- Harry. imaginary friend slash conscience slash advisor yeah. kind of role where he just where he just appears to him. And um, I never it, maybe it's just coming off the heels of Godric and True Blood, but I it never I never it never really entered my mind before. Like, how am I supposed to view uh, Harry appearing like uh, I? I hadn't I hadn't really given it thought. Should I take it as uh, Dexter's like it, this is really just a representation of Dexter's internal monologue, and and this is just sort of Dexter talking to himself, and sort of a, a, a certain side of himself is represented by Harry. Like that makes a certain kind of sense, and a lot of the scenes kind of play that way. It's just Dexter sort mm-hmm. of working out what he should do, you know, and 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 they show they show his thinking process in this way. Or should I take this as, like, literally the ghost of Harry appearing to him, you know, giving him advice about things? You know, like, because, I mean, the reason I'm inclined not to think that is there's no, I, I don't think there's been any point where Dexter's like, I see my dead father and talk to him all the time. Like, you know, I, I mean. Well, yeah, and I think, it, I think it has to do, I think that those kind of situations is usually judged by how the, the, the character acknowledges the, the, hallucination or the ghost or whatever and yes. since Dexter never says like how are you here mm-hmm. it takes <laughs> to me it means that he knows right you know like he's not he's not concerned that that he's talking to his dad because subconsciously he knows he's talking to himself that's yes. what he's really doing yeah and uh so I feel like that's what it is I feel like if it was ghost Harry from the beyond you'd have to have that scene where Dexter is confused or wondering why all of a sudden Harry is appearing and is this separate entity from himself Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Exactly. I mean, that's what leads me to believe that. And I I think that's what's going on. But uh, I I just happened to notice on on the Showtime wiki, like they have a section called Visions of Harry. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice of words. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, not really how I see it. Uh, that's sort of, you know, saying the opposite of what I think is going on. But nonetheless, I mean, you can still say that and have it have it not be the thing. Okay, so you're saying uh, internal. It's really Dexter talking to himself. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's you know, it's, it's almost some sort of schizophrenic hallucination. You know? Yeah. I, I think his brain chemistry is a little discombobulated. Uh, <laughs> he is, he's a serial killer. Sure, sure. I'll 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 agree with that. Uh, I think that's another thing that I sort of realized with these episodes, like how how screwed up Dexter is. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know that should be obvious, but I guess like him being the protagonist makes it hard to see sometimes. Uh, you know, after five seasons of Dexter, I'm starting to get the feeling this guy screwed up. <laughs> You know, when you say it like that, it sounds ridiculous. I, somebody needs to look into this guy. <laughs> where's where Sergeant Dokes when you need him? Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. So another thing, like, related to that was, um, you know, Dexter killing the guy in the bathroom, um, mm-hmm. you know, just for being an asshole, basically. Um, yeah, the, the the ultimate asshole packs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you know, brutally, like just mm-hmm. just killing him with blood spraying everywhere, and no plastic, no ritual, no. Well, you mean brutally? You mean you know that the most human thing he's ever done, right? Yes. I, and and then, you done so far. And then they turn it around. Like this is somehow redemptive. This is Dexter's way of releasing his emotions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but isn't that creepy and disturbing? Not like good. I. It's it's weird to play that moment that way to me. Yeah, because I think they could have and would have. You know, we've seen this same scene before, where Harry appears. The same exact thing happens, but when Harry appears, he says. Dexter, that's not what you should have done. Exactly. You know, you shouldn't have just killed this man. With, that's what I without, expected. Without him, you know, him, uh, you know, you don't know if he's if he killed anyone else or he didn't mm-hmm. deserve or You know, like, it's totally You got opposite. blood all over your clothes, you know. Yeah. You don't know yeah. who saw you come in here. Yeah, you know? did you check it? Yeah, exactly. So, you're right. I mean, it's, it's the total opposite and... They play it as something positive that he that he shows emotion. And he lets it out, which is good. But it seems like he should. It, it seems like he should. It, it's fine to have that message of yes, Dexter, you did something human. You got your emotions out. But he should also have the caveat of next time, do it without killing someone, and yeah. you're golden. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that's the most human. You know, like, yeah. thing to do is to let your emotions out without killing someone. Absolutely, yeah. Like that's that's a weird way to be human. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe you could say that it is, but I guess I, I feel like you know the the. I mean, <laughs> the the normal way of de- like, for example, just in episode two. There's this subplot in, involving Angel finding out that Maria has a secret account with a lot of money in it <laughs> that he didn't know about. <laughs> you know, the way it plays on the show is fine, but when you when you describe it, it's something to, to the most tepid drama ever. Oh, no, she's got a secret account. They've been married for, what, 48 hours? Or Pretty something? much. <laughs> 
<laughs> Next week, she's like, oh, no, he's going to find out she's got, you know, two waffle makers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when were you going to tell me about this? <laughs> How come you didn't tell me you had a Texas-shaped waffle maker? Huh? Huh? I thought you wanted to make this marriage work. Maria. <laughs> I can't do Angel. Ah, close enough. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a crazy accent. It is crazy. It is crazy. It's good to see him not in the Expendables. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, it's good to see anyone not in that movie, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of true. Anyway, the point I was getting at was, you know, uh, at the end of the episode, he ends up like, you know, he ends up concluding that Maria thinks he's irresponsible. And since he's upset about that, he decides to, I guess, just indulge his irresponsibility and mm-hmm. buy everyone drinks and sort of wallow in it, I guess. And then he ends up like getting in a fight with somebody, you know, at the yes. at the bar, right? Like to me, that's the normal way of like letting your emotions out. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you punch somebody out. I mean, that's still not great. But that's, like, to me, that's more, like, standard human. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if if your way of letting emotions out is killing people, you're a dangerous person who needs to be locked up. Like, that's bad. Yeah. You know, for yeah. society, like, someone like that is, is dangerous and scary. I think, I think as a podcast, we should go on record as saying that serial killers are dangerous to society. <laughs> just, we okay. say that. Okay. To make it clear. Yeah, um... Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Like, yeah, uh, it's it's. I, I think I think I think you know um, Harry shows up to validate Dexter's release of emotion and stops there with his validation. I think. Yeah. And and they don't kind of really address the fact that he killed this innocent person. I feel like that's what they want us to just stop there and say, okay, Dexter right. releases emotion, and this don't think about what he really did. I agree. I agree, oh, and okay. it's especially weird to me since they had a whole thing last season about him killing a guy who turned out to be innocent and mm-hmm. and and feeling guilty about it like realizing that realizing that he shouldn't have done that yeah you know and they ended an episode on that note and of course in the end i, I don't think he ever thought about it again but still like it, at, at one time that would have been a big deal and now it's just it's it's not supposed to be about that and i guess you're right maybe they just they just don't want to locate the drama there and so they just they're just sort of diverting, like just just make it about this. Mhm. You know. You know, I almost would have would have maybe been fine with them skipping that whole killing a guy scene uh and and saving that till well and I don't know where they're going with the with the, the new guy, the, the, the animal control killer mm-hmm. guy. I don't know how long term of an arc that is, but it almost to me would have been better to have that catharsis after he kills someone, but 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 does his due diligence first, right? You know what I mean? Where like he's still, you know, in shock for a while, and it's not until he gets, you know, he finds someone to go after that he starts to become maybe his normal self. And then he kills the guy, and then he finally deals with Rita's death. And they basically just truncated it, you know. Yeah. They kind of 
skip the rules and and just to truncate it to you know which is fine I guess but get to the point really fast. It's a little bit of a cheat, you know, because I think you know like the points we're making. I think it it just comes off like a little bit of inconsistency with how they how the show has been portraying uh, what we're supposed to take from what's going on. But yeah, I agree. And it was too easy. Like it just it felt so contrived. Like mm-hmm. oh, the guy there's... comes in and he's ye- he's yelling and he's loud and therefore yeah. he goes to die. Like yeah. Um, it's like, okay, this guy's a serious asshole. Oh, Dexter's got a weapon. Oh, they're in a secluded location. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just, it's sort of like, you know, it's clearly set up for that to happen. And it just, it doesn't feel like it flows naturally out of events occurring, you know. No. So that that was, but in a way I did like, I mean, there are, there is something like, you know, nicely intense about it. And I, I appreciated the emotional release aspect of it, you know. Well, what's strange to me, to a degree, is doesn't Dexter get mad? Like, I feel like I've seen him mad, like, all the time. Yeah, oh, Dexter gets mad, sure. <laughs> so it's weird to me that, like, he couldn't just be mad about Rita being dead. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not one of the emotions. I mean, because after he kills the guy, he seems to vent anger and when he yells and all that. I mean, there's something yeah. going on there that's angry, and it's like, you couldn't have got that before you killed this guy? Like, yeah. You couldn't have just been mad? It's one right. thing you have to maybe feel sad or understand the loss yet or something like that, but it's like, you could be mad, yeah. you know? And so that's that's weird to me that he just had, like, no emotion. Like, he didn't know what to do. And I did like the whole thing where Aster just saw it on his face. I mean, like, he couldn't even muster a tear or a frown and he and she just sees it all over his face that you're telling me my mom is dead after I just went to Disney World and you you don't even look sad like what's you know yeah. what's wrong with this guy yeah you know yeah so yeah so it's pretty it's pretty interesting how they how they played the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, I, I think that's another thing that I sort of realized that, you know, Dexter, because Dexter is such, uh, is so broken in a lot of ways, um, the people who think that they have really close relationships with him who have no idea about these problems, you know, mm-hmm. it just throws that relationship into a weird light. Like, I, I guess I, you know, like, like uh, you know, Deborah has a particular point of view about Dexter and, and what he's about, and she just really doesn't know this huge thing about him. And, mm-hmm. you know, the same was true of Rita. Like, she just never found out, like, probably what the biggest thing to know about Dexter, you know, personally. And yeah. And she thought that, like, you know, she really knew him and, you know, uh, and and she had this, you know, feeling of having this very close connection to this guy that is kind of sociopathic, mm-hmm. you know, like I, it never, never really hit me how weird that is. Like, you know, like, are they just misfiring? Like, do they, can they not perceive? Like, th- that's Well, I think there's an underlying truth that you can never really know someone. You can only know what they want you to know and uh, yeah. to a large degree. And I, I think that's really what the show is sort of saying, you know, is, you know, people can hide certain parts of themselves uh, very well. And if you don't, if, you know, and if you never find out, you you know, you can only know what you know, right? So, Yeah. I guess, you know, you're bringing up, like, Aster immediately reading that Dexter mm-hmm. wasn't reacting appropriately. Like, I felt like, 
I feel like something like that, you know, there should have there should be alarm bells going off for, for other people at various times when Dexter's clearly not like reacting yeah. in, in the way you would expect. And there are. Sometimes there are. That's there are, true. They, they, they've had those moments where people have caught like he's not doing what somebody should do in this. And even in this case, the people were saying he's not reacting the way you know, he hasn't you know. He wasn't emotional yet, so they, right. they, they they did catch that. But I think it's like it's that weird quality where it seems like Aster and Cody have just sort of. Uh, I just you know you always assume you. I feel like we've been assuming that they think Dexter's normal, mm-hmm. but it seems like Aster's like you know if you asked her now, it seems like she'd say yeah he's always seemed weird. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just never really clicked. But it's like yeah they are picking up on some of that stuff, especially kids. You know. Yeah. Uh, but you never get their perspective on it. So it was interesting when, when they did get her perspective on that, his emotional state, and she was like, you don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Like you, can't, you don't even – because, you know, he is sort of, you know, frowning or mm-hmm. bad-ish looking. Yeah. But, but you, you know, you never know how other characters are taking that until they respond. So she responds by saying, you know, you don't look sad. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I did really like that scene where he tells them, like, with that fucking Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. hat on. And mm-hmm. he's, I'm sorry for your loss. It was just so he's awful. Such a, oh, when he says, I'm sorry for your loss, that's just so, yeah, that is so awful. It was so bad. And I, one thing I noticed uh, watching it, uh, watching pieces of it again, was actually, like, the asshole guy says, I'm sorry for your loss to Dexter. <laughs> Oh, like, totally. Right, That's why he said him. that. That's totally why he said that. Yeah, because it's one of those. It's one of those things where he's trying to say what he thinks you're supposed to say, mm-hmm. and he says he just. But he unfortunately repeats it verbatim, and it's like the situation isn't the same because you're part of the loss of the group who has exactly. Lost, so, he doesn't so realize how impersonal that comes off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like. You didn't have a loss. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Like, they're just you're making things worse by saying it yeah. that way. Yeah, totally make it. And the way he described what happened too. Yeah. You know, like he, you know, there were, and of course they, you know, this is Dexter, but it's like, you know, there was no real delicate way. It wasn't hastening no. down. No. It wasn't, you know, um, you know, it wasn't. There wasn't any big like intro. It was just like no. Nope. This guy came in and killed her. The end. Yeah. And it's like, that's so abstract. You know, that's that's so like you don't know what that. Meant. I mean, you know the end game, but you don't know what that means in terms of what happened. Yeah. You don't know if she was held captive for twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. You don't know like if it was a robbery or intentional or so. It's like it kind of makes it worse to not set set the scene away. Yeah. the best way possible because then their minds just race yeah. and imagine the worst possibilities, you know. Right, right. And he's doing nothing to alleviate yeah. that. He's doing nothing. His face is doing even less. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It was. I was expecting him to do better. It was mm-hmm. really bad. I, man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I guess like you know, it's like he wasn't really bad, and Harry wasn't even there. And I, I guess mm-hmm. Harry's ver- Harry's version of that footsteps poem would be, you know, <laughs> the 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 single trail of footsteps was when you were lo- walking alone, buddy. Because I was gone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, I mean, I think this is Dexter needed him the most. Like, during yeah. this time, and he just. That's when just I wasn't like there. That's when I wasn't there. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Harry's the crappy god. <laughs> I just take off when you need me. Yeah, listen, I told you I don't work on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so any other big – what else is big in the first episode? He kills the guy. Okay, so then he comes – he decides to come back. They have it. That whole little excursion was weird. He's like, yeah, I'm going to burn all my stuff. Mm-hmm. What, he, what was the little quote he had about all a man needs? You know, like, all a man needs is something for where he's going, something from where he's been, and, I don't know, it's a third thing. Mm-hmm. So Dexter takes a little bit from each and then, like, decides he's just going to go get on his boat and sail away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but no, just kidding. I'll come back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I really, I really didn't think he was gonna leave for good. Mm-hmm. That would have been pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, I, I did think like I don't know, setting this container on fire, like I don't know, it's gonna attract some attention. But you know. Oh I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he has it not under his name, but yeah, like, yeah. It's it, it still you don't want to set that whole thing up. It's kind of like if you just locked it up, who would ever check it? You know, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. It's you keep the bill or something, and then you know whatever. Just if you just leave it there, it has just as much likelihood. You know, feel like it draws less attention than if it's on fire. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like if anyone found out that he was the one who rented that, then it would be like, and then it burned down immediately after like you started being investigated. Like that's. <laughs> That just doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. And I guess from Dexter's point of view, it's better that than they actually find things in there. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems risky to me. Yeah. And the last scene, the last scene when he comes to the funeral, and he, you know, he shows up and, and everyone's mm-hmm. been waiting on him. I was really kind of surprised that he didn't show up in a suit. Oh, yeah. And I think, again, it's like he really wasn't thinking. Like, he wasn't putting, you know, the, like, presentation together. Yeah. It just seemed like it would have made sense for him to be like, okay, now I'm going to go to her funeral. I'm going to show up appropriately. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice, but yeah. Especially considering people are waiting on me. And he just, you know, I, and I think he did change because he killed that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so yeah. He didn't think to put on a suit to go to his wife's funeral. I guess not. <laughs> It was a casual funeral for him, I guess. (laughs) Shorts and sandals? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yikes. (laughs) Taking it easy. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway, it just stood out to me because I thought, again, you know, especially since the FBI was there, you know, he would would try to make the appropriate presentation. Absolutely. he, He didn't. He failed on, like, all those accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those counts, I guess. No, he's definitely not. Uh, and I feel like it feels a little bit to me like a carryout. I feel like last season he was he. There was a lot of that of him like flipping up in a number of ways. Like mm-hmm. the, one of the big like overall like uh, repeating things from last season was him just failing to do a lot of things the right way. Yeah. You know, and and just not succeeding over and over again, or or mess. You know, slipping up and. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, having it come to this, it, it yeah, it, it's, see, I mean, they haven't really made a point of it, but uh, my, my impression is that, um, uh, is that the, uh, somehow it just like confused his mind, and, and so he's just mm-hmm. not, he's just not thinking as sharply as he used to. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it makes sense. It's it's valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do th- I do think he he's he has grief for Rita in a in a that expresses itself in a strange way. Mm-hmm. You know, like his his version of grief is just is just not it's not recognizable to normal humans. <laughs> Um, well, I don't know. I mean, part of me would say he doesn't know what grief is. <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of the point. Like, he he doesn't he doesn't understand what those emotions are because he doesn't have them. Like, like I think, look, I don't know. I feel like I, I'd want to see, I mean, I don't know how great this would be for TV, but I'd want to, I'd, I'd like to see a scene with him telling how he feels to a psychologist. Like, I don't know how Dexter would describe what he what he feels about Rita passing. Like, I, you know, would he say he feels grief? I mean, I don't, well, that, I don't, yeah, I mean, probably not. But I guess I I feel like there's clearly some. It's clearly having an effect, a pretty major effect on him. It's just, it's just that it's just that effect is not it's not normal at all. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and that's that, that's why I mean it. It may be grief in terms of it's it's an analogous reaction or something. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. But it it seems to me like it's sort of more specifically just like a lack of sort of deciding on any emotion. It's just like he 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 doesn't have any feelings. He's just kind of like he just sort of caught in limbo almost. Yeah. And uh, you know, so it, yeah, that's what's weird. I. It, uh, that's what's weird because they, you know, they they talk about his emotions a lot, but it's it's hard to pin down like because again, like I say, like he he has emotions, so it's like sometimes they try to yeah. make it seem like he doesn't have emotions, right? But that's not true. He does, you know. Yeah. He just doesn't have the typical human reactions at the right. appropriate times. But he does have, I think, you know. We've seen him be happy. We've seen him yes. be sad. We've seen yes. him be depressed. We've seen him be have all this, this sort of full range of human emotions. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, so he's got it. But it seems like sometimes they try to make us believe he doesn't have emotions. Yeah, and it's like no, that's not true. He has them. You know, he just maybe can't. He doesn't have them natural control of them or something. But. Right, right. And I think I think sometimes sometimes his emotions just don't fire when they should. And mm-hmm. and so it comes off like he doesn't have them at times. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But but they're definitely there. I mean, we've seen them. I do think early in the show they tried to sell the idea more that he doesn't have feelings at all. Mm-hmm. But but I, I think at this point that's not really credible. Yeah. You know, we've seen too much of him. Like and and like really, that's a hard character to play. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think I think they didn't you know they didn't really write him that way. Um, you know, right, even okay. even Data had like times where he would have emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very special times, of course, but still. 
Yeah. And if data can do it. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so episode two, Hello Bandit. Hello Bandit. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't either. Um, do, do, uh, do, do you know the Dexter naming conventions? No, I don't. I don't either. I have no idea what they're. They, I, my impression is they don't that they're more like lost or something. They don't have. Can they just call the episode something? Okay. But I, I could be wrong because I thought True Blood was that way too. Well, Hello Bandit seems very strange for an episode title when no one says Hello Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. There's no character named Bandit. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know who might be considered a Bandit. <laughs> uh, and I mean, really, how many Bandits do you see? Yeah, on, exactly. on, on any given show. True. True. So. I feel um, like Bandits have gone out of fashion. Mhm. Mhm. You know. I just. I don't know. Back in the 30s, you know, you could count on a few Bandits, but yeah. These days, maybe yeah. the the maybe bandits disbanded. <laughs> wow, wow, what a pun! Um, <laughs> so yeah, and it's even weirder to say like "hello bandit." Like, uh, mm-hmm. why would you do? Uh, it's, what's the context? I don't know. Exactly, it's a weird exactly. title. So we've got this uh, plot about the FBI agents uh, looking for... Uh, yeah, generic Lundy, part two. Man, so generic FBI agents. They have no character, no yeah. charisma, no, nothing interesting, nothing that gives a hint that they'll be around mm-hmm. for any length of time this season. Like, yeah. It's so weird. And no offense to the actors, but it's just, there's they, they're just... Totally seem like yeah, generic FBI agent seems like yeah. title that role. It's just yeah, it seems like it's written, directed, and acted like make sure that no one cares about these characters. <laughs> yeah, like they they would have just gone with cardboard cutouts. But yes. it, was, it was too hard to get the lighting, so they just hired <laughs> some actors. Yes. <laughs> that was the only problem. <laughs> The boys were too reflective. So, mm-hmm. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of wish they didn't have to kill Lundy. I always thought that, you know, at some point he should really get on to Dexter. Mm-hmm. You know. And I really still, even though they did it in season two, I still feel like the end game for this show is Dexter himself being, you know, investigated or pursued. Oh, it has to be. You know. I think they have to do that right, you know. And and mm-hmm. and make that the last season. What if it's Deb tracking him down? What yeah. if she becomes head, you know, head detective or whatever? She goes up the, a couple ranks by the yeah. end of the show, and she's got to she's got to take him down. Yes, yes, that's great. Another thing is, I would like at least one character to find out about Dexter. Yeah, and I feel like Deb's got to find out at some point. Anyway. She's a prime I mean, candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like one of the big things for 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 Deborah personally is I think uh I think it would be good for her to understand why Harry spent so much time with Dexter over her. Yeah. You know, cuz I think uh I think she really just doesn't under she thinks he just liked Dexter better for no reason. Mhm. <laughs> you know, 
And, uh, and I think if she understood what was really happening, I mean, she may not like be okay with it or whatever, but she would at least, she would at least have a better idea of, of, you know, why he felt the need to spend so much time with Dexter. Yeah, totally. So just because of her personal stakes, uh, and also I'm just curious what her reaction would be. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, I think she really does not suspect that. No. She sees him as like this, you know, kind of weird and eccentric, but for the most part, supportive and helpful older brother. Yeah. Did you know that's too good to be true? Yeah, I know. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be a serial killer? Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's had bad luck. I don't know. I, You know, it's, you know. She's had she's had some bad luck with the guys in her life. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> really bad. I mean, that'd be yeah, that'd be a tough one to take that this whole time. Yeah, and you know, and of course, it'd be a hit on her detective skills too. That mm-hmm. She's been living with this person for her entire life and never never suspected. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's just ask a big question that that's been brought up. Uh, really, probably the biggest question so far is um, on the show. I think is uh, should Maria share her money with Angel or not? I know, know it's really divisive, but we're going to have to get into it. I'm going to say she's under no obligation to share her money. I mean, I I think, you know, she probably should have told him about it at some point, but I, I do mm-hmm. think that's her. I mean, it was before the marriage that she amassed all that, and, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't have anything got, to do I've with it. i one word for you, one word for you. I'm playing, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Okay, okay. Dowry. <laughs> of course. All right. Well, that's that's a hard word to argue with. All right. I rest my case. Um, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, she shouldn't have to share it. It's uh, you know, it's her retirement or whatever. Yeah. Which uh, does it make to be like? I mean, it's like really the question is like, well, what do you need? Yeah. Like, what is he all of a sudden, like, now that he knows this, he's got to have something or there's something he's been wanting and couldn't Yeah, have it didn't even obviously, seem like that was it. Yeah, I'm, obviously he's, it's a matter of principle and not really, you know, but, but I feel like that's, that's really what it comes down to is whether or not she shares it, it, it really comes down to if he would need the money or not, right? Yeah. And if he never kind of needs it, then it's sort of moot anyway. I yeah. mean, you can argue the principle, but it's like, well... If he makes enough to live off of and he never needs to have any more than that, then it really doesn't matter if she shares other yeah. than just the fact of her sharing. So. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it worth the principle to make a yeah. big deal out of it? Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't, I don't know. Doesn't seem to me like it is. He's too reckless with money. He's always <laughs> buying all those hats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, very healthy supply of hats. Uh-huh. Colorful shirts as well. Yeah. Classic angel look. He would be really easy to dress up as for Halloween. He really kind of would be, although there's people who dress like that 
<laughs> all the Just time anyway. Normally, but... yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to tell people. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. This is a no, character. No, no. Yeah. Uh, okay, so episode two, we got the FBI agent. So then, okay, the other subplot that they start is um, uh, Dexter renting the moving van. Uh, and he sees the van with blood. Oh, God. Oh, God. And they would not stop showing that shot of the blood. They, didn't, they, didn't they love that shot? Why they did they kept, love that shot so much? They kept like, let's do it again, guys. Let's do it again. <laughs> they did it, it a lot. Like, I think they cut to it about four or five times. It was at least three, and I think four, and it could have been five. Yeah. <laughs> I know when they originally showed it, they did it twice. And then uh, and then he went back later, and I think they showed it two more times. Yeah. It, it, and it was this weird like fade thing where where mm-hmm. you would just see the ground, and then like it would fade to seeing the blood there. <laughs> and it was like I don't know why you're showing that so much. Like, what am I supposed to do with that shot? I understand that there's blood there. You know, like, and what's funny is they didn't even need to do the the effect. You know, yeah. they could have just showed the dried blood. Because it looks like a blood stain. Yeah. If you cut to a blood stain and, and have Dexter think, that looks like a blood stain, yeah. you don't need the effect at all. You no. Know, that, like, time-lapse thing, or whatever right. that was supposed to be, or, I don't know, Spidey sense or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes off like some kind of weird, like, psychic memory thing. Yeah, like, he he just, he can spot blood, and, and, and he just, yeah, and he, yeah, like a psychic memory. Yeah, yeah like, he, just, he imagines what it was like when the blood was still fresh mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and it, it makes sense. He's a blood splatter guy, yeah. so he automatically is thinking of trajectories and velocity. Mm-hmm. But it's just, when they started, I was just like, God, Dexter, just rent the moving van. <laughs> you know, just, just, yeah. just get, the one with, get the one without the blood. That way you don't have to clean it up afterwards, yeah. and, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I I think I totally misread. Like, I didn't know where they were going with that. And I actually thought the point was more like that. Like, he didn't want to rent a van with blood in it because then, like, yeah. they might think that he was responsible. Exactly. But then it turned out, no, 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 he wants the truck with the blood in it because he wants to find out who's responsible. It's so weird that, that it's such a needle in a haystack, almost literally, that he gets yeah. a van that has that, – and they just happen to have the back of that one open. I've been to U-Haul places and rent, truck rental places. There you'll ever have all the trucks, the back of the truck. So I've never seen that. But. I've never seen that either. <laughs> Only in Miami, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be it. <laughs> Uh, but but anyway, yeah. But but the needle in the haystack of finding that truck and then going out on the limb of thinking he's going to track down someone who did something wrong. Yeah. Uh, was 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 pretty crazy. I, it wasn't my favorite thing, and it you know those kill of the week plot lines. They're always good because it's always just suspense. Yeah. You know, oh he gets into his house. Oh no, the guy comes home early. Oh no, he's got to sneak mm-hmm. out. Is it going to get caught? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, early in the show, it was a great gimmick. And really, mm-hmm. it was the initial, like, draw for Dexter for me. It was, it was yeah. like, weird. Like, okay, we're going to watch the serial killer do his work, but he's a good guy in a certain sense. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, that was a hook. And I was into it, but I think um, I think over time, it's just kind of worn thin and... 
and now uh and now it just feels like I don't want to bother with this mm-hmm. like I would rather just can you know uh I mean if they want to establish that he's still doing that I'm okay with that but I just wish they'd spend less time on it I you know it's just better when he has a really good reason to kill someone versus yeah. Versus just justice or exactly. like versus just like, oh, this person is bad. Because it's like, well, you know, you're, you, you're only killing this guy because you just stumbled across him, not mm-hmm. you were tracking him down or he killed somebody you knew or, or something like that. Like, it's just, it just seems like a, it's just, yeah, it's just sort of less interesting when it's some random person who is just going about their, you know, serial killing lives. and yeah has the misfortune of running into Dexter, you know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's always been more involving the larger plots, um, you know, uh, when he's got some, you know, big killer to go after, or, you know, the killer of the season, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, that stuff usually works pretty well. But, yeah. but I think the other thing about Killers of the Week that I don't like is how little they impact the story overall. Yeah, you know, well, it's all secret. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, the, the, you make a good point because that the, um, that reminds me because I was going to make that point too. That it's the thing about the killer of the week stuff, and and sort of make it, the larger point is that Dexter doesn't seem to learn sometimes from all these lessons. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing that bugs me is like you don't sometimes you see some sort of progression and then sometimes you don't. Yeah, and so it seems like yeah, with the killer of the week stuff, the killer of the week stuff is just like, it seems like it shouldn't play out the same all the time. Yeah, and it just usually does. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, they try to introduce little things, but it for the most part, it is just the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, that just gets old. And you're right, it's a secret, so none of the other characters are going to know about it, so how much can it affect the story? Yeah, exactly. Um, And also, like, uh, a large percentage of his killings are attributed to dokes at this point. (laughs) Oh. So, you know, so, so all those are really probably, I don't know, presumably never going to, you know, be uh, properly solved. Mm-hmm. Well, if Dexter ever gets caught, they might, they might Figure it think, out. Uh, think something different about Dokes and stuff, but... Yeah. Um, it really sucks. Dokes just totally got screwed. <laughs> yeah, he really, he really didn't, didn't get dealt a good hand. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, man. Uh, another thing I've noticed that they've kind of they've kind of been toying with for a long time. Well, at least since last season is kind of having Quinn be the new dope. He's the new dope. Yeah. Like really not, not in a character sense, but just in terms of how he becomes suspicious of Dexter. Yeah. You know, um, uh, like they, they did a little bit of that last season of him like following Dexter, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, that was a very Dokes-esque scene. And now, you know, he gets suspicious about Rita. And then there's this thing with these composites that he, you know, puts together. And, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I guess he's like, yeah, it's, you know, uh, he talks to Elliot. It's weird because, 
you know, he goes over to talk to Elliot, and Elliot's like, yeah, he found out about me and Rita, and then he came over and punched me in the face. Like, in my head, that's like, that sounds totally normal, nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? like that's But it's double probable cause because it shows he was violent and angry, upset about learning it. So I think that's the double-edged sword about that. Yeah, I guess so. But on the other hand, it just sounds so mundane and normal. I. To me, that wouldn't make me well, suspicious. It was supposed to be mundane and normal. That's why he did it. I know. You know, that was him learning that he needs to sort of, you know, that was the whole thing. Rita wanted him to to react about to it. Yeah. So he did that, and that was, you know, he got a pat on the head. Yes, yes, you're human. Yes, you know? exactly, <laughs> exactly. And yet Quinn takes it like, ooh, you know, maybe he really killed killed her. Like, mm-hmm. about this thing that all he did was punch this guy about? Like, yeah. I don't know. To me, that just sounds like not a really plausible well, story. Think, but but think, about, well, think about it from Quinn's perspective. Dexter Morgan punched someone out. You know, Dexter never comes off, like, aggressive. Yeah. You know, Although he did, he did kind of, like, knock Quinn down last season when he... Yeah when he kept, like, trying to get him to, like, go to a game or something. So so mm-hmm. he's seen a little bit of that side of, of Dexter. Yeah, isolated incident. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but I think it, I think for a detective, that still comes off like, well, there's something there. For the most part, yeah, he's pretty uh, pretty quiet and meek and mild. Yeah, so it, it's, you know, he's... You know he's doing his job. He's he's being suspicious. He's right. You know, ninety percent of the time it's mm-hmm. it's the husband. So good odds, good odds. And mm-hmm. Dexter did say it was me. Yeah, <laughs> which is a which is not not a good move, probably. Yeah, exactly. He knows the Trinity Killer's mo and all that stuff. So yeah, you could put together a case. I mean, you know. Uh, and it's what's weird is you have that scene with the with the FBI and, and Dexter tells the FBI you can look at the the doc footage from my alibi you can see that mm-hmm. I get on my boat and they were like well what did they say they were like the footage only shows before and after or something and it's like it's not you know it, it, it almost like there's some wiggle room on whether he was there or not or where he went I thought that I thought what they said was it shows you getting there two hours after she was killed and oh, so that would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, whatever it was, it wasn't conclusive. It wasn't a conclusive alibi. Yeah. No. They let they let him off the hook. Yeah, they did. They, they were like, don't. They were like, he was like, you can look at my footage. They go, yeah, we looked at it. And mm-hmm. It didn't prove your point, but it proved your point. And it just was like, what? <laughs> well, you can go now. And uh... <laughs> we're not thinking of you. But it's like, wait a minute. You should be because I don't have an alibi. And we know you're the killer, and you're free to go, but. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, it was a really weird scene. I didn't expect him to say, like, you know, either either the footage should give him an alibi or the footage shouldn't give him an alibi. And right. there should be two different outcomes from each of those. But yeah, but no. It was like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that part that part's weird. I, I also, I kind of like the idea, I don't know how much you're going to do with it, but I kind of like the idea that his Kyle Butler adventures are kind of coming back to uh, mm-hmm. haunt him. Because uh, I did think at the time, like, I don't know if this is a good idea to spend so much time with this serial killer's family. I mean... Yeah, I think Harry said that, too, once or twice. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it wasn't good for to be like, yeah, hey, I'm Kyle. I'm just gonna hang out with you all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they because I don't. I mean, yeah, Dexter doesn't want anyone connecting him to the Trinity Killer. Exactly. And, I mean, know, he's part of the. Setting. You know, he could potentially be part of the investigations related to Trinity. I mean, he was, mm-hmm. of course. And so, I mean, if the family is ever in the same place, they're gonna recognize him. Yeah. You know, and, and like that almost happened. And of course, I mean, whatever. I mean, they they don't write it, it won't happen. But it just seems to me like a, like a, you know, very bad idea. Well, doesn't the son, doesn't the son know something about Dexter? Or who Dexter really is or something? Didn't, didn't he tell the son something or am I making something up? I don't think so, but maybe I'm forgetting. I, I don't I don't remember. I mean, he did, did, just, he did, did have he a thing tell, with the son. Or did he just tell the son that he knew that his dad was a killer or something? I thought he shared some secret with the son, but maybe it wasn't about Dexter. It was about somebody else. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, well, I mean, maybe, you know, I guess if the family ever gets called in. So, so the potential damage here is what that that uh the trinity killer's wife or son gets called in yeah those are the only two who can who know kyle right or the daughter oh there's a daughter too okay and yeah and uh so that's it so it's just uh, it's just that family right it's not like other people who would yeah. know kyle yeah i guess technically not because he didn't really associate with him in in other contexts like I mean, if you if you, they're really not going to do this, but they could say like those those people who were helping out with the, uh, uh, what was it called, the two walls bills? Oh yeah, the the uh, the habitat for humanity. Wasn't it? Uh, you probably want four walls if you're going to build yeah, that structure. Yeah, not two walls. So you're only halfway done. <laughs> Here's a two walls house. <laughs> It's uh, it's kind of breezy. Well, if you do the two walls right, you can make a tent. That's true. Just lean up against each other. <laughs> there you go. Boom! Low cost housing. <laughs> I I don't think that we're supposed to really suspect that, but technically they did see him and Arthur together, and actually, you know, they were there when he saved Arthur's life. You know, mm-hmm. so I would expect them to kind of remember him. Yeah, uh, I was trying to think of something else. So, where did Quinn get the sketch from? Why is he? What? Wh- where did the sketches come from? I forget. I think the sketches came from the family, and I guess like they all gave different uh, sketches. So the family said, "Hey." We know somebody named Kyle Butler who's hanging around. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't remember how that came up. Yeah, I think um, it was the Trinity Killer's MO, but the Trinity Killer had disappeared, and they talked to the family, and they talked about this guy Kyle Butler who had been around a lot right before he disappeared. Oh, I see. And so I think that led them to suspect that maybe Kyle Butler was, you know, responsible. Okay. I don't even remember where the name... Oh, they even said it. Like, Kyle Butler was a name from some case they worked on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, yeah, well, Kyle Butler... Kyle Butler was a real person. Yeah. And, and 
I get or or well, yeah, there was a Kyle Butler who had that name, and uh, and Dexter just I think Dexter just made up the name, didn't he? I I thought he actually took it like because I thought that's why they made that point of you know. Uh, having well, what happened was Dexter used that name, and then the Trinity Killer was trying to come oh, after Dexter. Oh shit! That's what you're right. He, it was the other way he around. He just killed. He, yeah, he just killed a random yeah. Kyle Butler. Good point. Yeah, Dexter yeah, yeah, yeah. made it up, and as so Dexter just made it up because that was another Dexter like fuck up. Like because he made up this name, some guy with that name got killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just really mm-hmm. crappy. But you're right. That's what it was. I forgot about See, that's that. Thing, that's not even about Dexter. It seems like he's not trying to become like a better person. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like he's not trying to kill less or to, you know, take out his his need to kill in other ways. It just seems like he's trying to have it all. I guess you might say. Yes. Yes. He's just a young girl in the modern world trying to have it all. <laughs> But it seems to me yeah, like the he's the Liz of Miami him. Metro. It just seems to me like he should be, what did you say? <laughs> he's the Liz Lemon of Miami Metro. Oh, okay. If I said Mary Tyler Moore, that would have been just as good. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it just seems like the arc of the show would be him becoming less of a killer and more human, not finding the perfect balance between killer and human. Right. Well, what do you think? Yes. Um... Yeah, I agree. Uh, although I think I think it kind of has been about finding the perfect balance, mm-hmm. um, which, yeah, which yeah. In, in certain ways has led to how to be a better human. Because I think he's better in a way at being a killer, but um, but I think overall it it really isn't. It's never been on the table like cutting down or stopping. Mm-hmm. You know. It's it's always how do I how do I reconcile the two? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's why he hasn't had any character growth because <laughs> he's not trying to grow. Yeah. He's just trying to do this thing that's that, as he can see from the Trinity Killer, is impossible. Like you know, I feel like that was an example of having the best social life. Yeah. Uh, and having sort of the best serial killer career. Uh. But then, of course, the you know there's a drawback that he's yeah. unwilling to live with. So it's like, well, it, it, it's not really possible, Dexter. So that's why I feel like he should give up that dream at some point. Maybe this is a season where he gives up that dream now that he doesn't have a family anymore. But it's like, at some reason, he needs to give up the, this this balance idea. I feel yeah. like and focus on one or the other, like you know, and and have the conflict come from that because the balance thing is just he's just spinning plates, and it's like he they can only last so long, and before yeah. it's just. And then it'll be falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And it's and it seems to have gotten worse over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than better. I remember in season two, like it seemed like uh one of the big things was uh sort of breaking out of Harry's code or replacing mm-hmm. it or improving mm-hmm. it or something, you know. And Harry it, didn't know what he was talking about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Harry was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Harry was wrong. And, yeah, that just kind of disappeared. I mean, I I think Harry was righter than Dexter is. Yeah. And I also think, like, they kind of fumbled the revelations about Harry. Mm-hmm. You know? It, it 
it felt like a subplot that was leading to some something, and it just sort of didn't ever do anything. You mean what Harry did? Yeah. The whole like the whole like what secret he had. What was the secret? <laughs> See, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's why I think they failed because yeah you have to even work to remember what the secret was I think the secret all they ever did was say he uh, he slept with some of the CIs I think that's all oh, that okay yeah I think that's all they did with that and that's why I feel like they introduced that plot it, it just it's hard for me to believe that when they introduced that that's all they wanted to do with it it's it, I, I, I get the sense that maybe, you know, maybe they just decided they didn't they didn't want to do anything big with it, and so they just kind of tossed it to the side. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, 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 they said, I mean, that was like multiple season arc about learning the truth about Harry that went nowhere. Yeah. Which is really weird. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, oh, that's the other thing I was going to say. You know, this episode, these two episodes, or the first episode, I guess, had the funeral scene when he's at the funeral parlor, and it was weird to see Michael Hall in, in a funeral parlor after yes. six feet under. Uh, but it's also weird that he, you know, talks to dead people, so mm-hmm. uh, which is a very six feet under thing, too. So he must, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Having this person, you know, talk about his problems and, and uh, be his subconscious and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Total secret under thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't really make that connection, but yeah, yeah, that's uh. <sighs> yeah, it's very surreal to see uh, to see him in that uh, in that funeral home, and it's almost like you know David's gonna come down. Mm-hmm. You know, he's working there or something. <laughs> I would love to see that. I, I wish there was some way that that made sense. Yeah, totally. They're just long lost uh, twin. You know, he had a twin, and the mm-hmm. mom, the the mom didn't know when she gave birth. And oh, okay. He got oh. to the hospital, and yes, that reminds me. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I thought the Harry thing was leading to Harry was Dexter's father. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember thinking that too. You know, and they never really went there. They just kind of stopped Mm-mm. short at he probably fooled around with the mother, but there was never any suggestion that he was Dexter's father. Oh, that was supposed to be the the icing on the cake, right? Like, oh, he fooled around with these people. Oh, he fooled around with Dexter's mom. Yes. That's why he was interested in her in the first place. Exactly. Because this was his son. That's why he took Dexter and not Mm -hmm. the other kid and all that stuff. Yeah. It would have made perfect sense, but they never did it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it seems so obvious and also like potentially good, but Mhm. <sighs> yeah. Oh, Dexter. The show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on the whole, I I think it's good, but it's just it has these it has these uh features that uh never seem to go away. Mhm. You know. But I keep coming back, and I've never really come close to saying, like, I give up on this show. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I, I still enjoy it. It's, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty happy with these first two episodes. I just, I, I, it's a little tedious with the kill of the week. I mm-hmm. hope it's, 
you know, it either gets way more interesting or they, uh, or it's not that much a part of the show uh, of this season. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm still, I'm still interested. We've got this whole new storyline about the, the uh, Dia de los Muerto killer or whatever. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> whatever's going on here. <laughs> Uh, Santa Santa Ria killer over here. Uh, so yes. uh, we'll see what happens with that. I I guess this is Dex. I mean, like any other season, this killer Dexter is going to go head to head with at the end by the end of the season. Uh, but it's it's weird to call that in episode two to be like whoever's behind this murder. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. who that's who Dexter is going to go up against. But it's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, that's usually what they do. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, um, and pretty often it's the case that he's not even he's not even particularly interested or involved initially. Yeah, I think it's it's obviously going to be Deborah is working this case. You know, yeah. uh, they got this new uh, Latina officer who knows the neighborhood. She seems like she's going to be a character for a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's going to be like they gonna, they're going to need Dexter's help. It somehow that this problem is going to wind up at his door. And it's like you're like you're saying, it's not going to be because he went looking for someone to kill or anything right. like that. It's like he was. Just get caught up in it. Yeah, yeah. I think they already have had a couple of scenes of Masuka like, I want Dexter back, and I think mm-hmm. that's setting up. You know, Dexter's coming back, and once he does, I think that'll that'll probably lead to that bigger plot. It's just it's hard to see it right now because they've given us so little about it. Yeah. You know, but I remember last season, like, we knew, like, almost nothing about John Lithgow at this point. You know, they only showed him, like, a couple of times briefly. And I think mm-hmm. actually the police uh, hadn't even discovered, uh, you know, his his uh, his work yet. Yeah. You know, I think Lundy didn't show up until, uh, uh, like, well, maybe it was, like, episode two, but. Uh, but still, not much had happened yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Just the same way they're just beginning it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, uh, wish Lundy didn't have to die. Especially in such a way that, and that's another thing, just, you know, uh, so Quinn and Deborah have sex in, in the house after they clean it up. Um mm-hmm. And yeah, they it up and it dirty again. <laughs> uh, sorry, I missed that. What did you say? I said after they cleaned it up, they made it dirty again. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the only—I mean—I bring that up because you know his uh, his girlfriend for a long time like blew her head off like a couple of days ago, so. It, <laughs> <laughs> It's me. Listen, listen, Quinn has lost a lot of weight since those couple of days ago, all right? <laughs> a lot of weight and a lot of ex-girlfriends, so he doesn't remember. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that was the most dramatic thing with Quinn was he, the, the actor lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Which was weird because he didn't seem like he needed to lose weight. Not really. <laughs> he wasn't fat or anything. Yeah, but he's, yeah, he's like, you can see his... His cheeks sucking in. I was like, yeah. yeah, you not fake, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think his hair's different too. 
mm-hmm. from like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well, we can use the suspension of disbelief to believe you got a haircut in 24 hours. So I guess, yeah, sure. If it's even plausible in the real world, you know, it's impossible. But it's Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was gonna because you know that his girlfriend from last season, the the reporter, like who turned out to be, I guess, uh, Arthur's daughter. Uh, yeah, Christine. That was her name. Uh, you know, oh, he, he doesn't know that, does he? He doesn't know he was dating the Trinity Killer's daughter. Oh, <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, no. He's not gonna want to find that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would actually be interesting. That would put that would get. Oh no no no! I think he does it. know. I think he does. But does know. he know? Yeah, I mean, I know Deborah knew, and they were they were suspicious, and and I think Deborah was was telling Quinn about it and trying to uh, convince oh. them that they needed to bring her in. So I think I think he does know. Oh okay. Yeah. Not acting like it. He's really not acting like it. I just I I think. Uh, uh, it's unfortunate, you know, she she's the one who killed Andy, and it was really just this thing to impress her father or help him or something. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, yeah, that's he should have been taken down by by a worthy adversary, not not just, just you know, the daughter of a worthy adversary. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he deserved a, a more significant... Uh, that's why I like guns. They're just yeah. too easy, you know? <laughs> too easy to shoot somebody. <laughs> yeah. Pretty easy. It's true. I guess that's the idea. Yeah, it's like you don't need a lot of skill to pull a trigger. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. But um, anything else in this episode do you want to bring up? Um, trying to think. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of scanning the episode, and I hate to I hate to say this, but there's a lot of purple shirts in this episode. Oh God! I hate to bring this. Up again, <laughs> oh my God! Those fucking purple you, shirts. I'm telling you, I'm looking at it, and I, there's six characters with purple shirts. Maybe there's some kind of like costume company that. <laughs> Makes a lot of purple shirts. Okay, and... look, in the in the first, in the beginning, Deborah has a purple shirt. Okay, and then let's see. Somebody's got purple stripes. This guy's got a purple tie. Now Dexter has a purple shirt. Oh no, this is uh, what's his name? Elliot has a purple shirt. I don't know why purple stands out. It's just, I guess when I see purple, I, you know, you don't see people in a lot of purple in everyday, you know, in everyday situation. And it's just. I'm not sure I would notice since I never notice on the show. <laughs> but I agree with you. Maybe it's just because purple looks, I mean, they may use it and then Quinn has on a purple shirt. Maybe they use it because it just looks good. Obviously, they have a color palette they're using for Miami and that, 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 that purple and those blues and the, those colors make sense. Yeah, uh, but maybe it just looks good anyway on TV because it is a rich color, and I think that's why it stands out to me. That's true. It's, it's usually it's usually that dark reddish purple, or they'll use, or the really sort of light uh, purple. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's the end of uh, the purple discussion on the Mister <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I I really feel like you've uncovered a phenomenon <laughs> in television here. <laughs> Uh, 
I I I don't know what to make of it, but I do believe that you're probably right that there's some there's some like simple explanation for why purple seems to be mm-hmm. so preferred by uh costume uh, departments on TV. Yeah, I mean, it's a bold it's you know, it's it's a rich it can be a rich color, but it doesn't it doesn't stand out, it doesn't pop out. Yeah. Know? So, I don't know. There's, there's there's probably lighting and design reasons. I'm I'm sure there's, you know, there's stuff like that that they use, and I'm sure there's like you know a customer would be like, oh, never use this color. Right. You know, it'll look like whatever on screen, or never use this design because it'll you know there's stuff like that. I'm sure. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so purple probably is just a good uh, a good color for uh, a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll notice that next time. Get yeah, in, just get it in my head. Start checking out the clothes. Do what uh, Patrick Bateman would do. Right. <laughs> I need to try to be more like Patrick Bateman. We all need to try to be more like Patrick Bateman. Absolutely. Especially especially Dexter. Oh, mm-hmm. wait. He's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anything else? Uh, I'm trying to think if we missed anything. Let me go through this in my head. I think that's it. For now, yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. All right, well, we'll be back uh, with uh, some more Dexter podcasts as the season unfolds. And, um, you know, so far, so good. Uh, yeah. I'm interested to see what happens. I'm definitely invested, and uh, I'm I'm kind of anxious to see what, what the larger story is going to be. I, I thought it was weird that in the second episode they end it without resolving the killer of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think normally the killer of the week doesn't last for more than one week. Yeah. But, I mean, it has a couple times, I guess. But um, they ended it on Dexter discovering that he was a viable target. Um, So I guess we're going to have to deal with him actually going after this guy um, Mm -hmm. next week. And I'm not particularly excited about that. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, But hopefully some other things will happen as well. Yeah, the, yeah. They didn't have a lot of time in that in the in the second episode to do too much. So I, I'm thinking this guy might might uh, put up a little bit of a fight. I don't know if he'll be a straight easy kill, but uh, um, we'll, we'll, hopefully he's not around too long, uh, and they'll get to some other other stuff. Unless this is just a great storyline. I don't know. Maybe they'll make it fantastic. But yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I don't want to rule it out already. Yeah, I don't want to rule it out either. I don't want to just be like get get him out of here. I've seen that actor and other stuff. I like him, so oh really? Hopefully he'll uh, yeah. So hopefully he'll um, be be good. Yeah, I was confused like when they kept showing him, um, you know, particularly with the with the like strands of hair tied together. Like <laughs> yeah, I I thought the reveal was going to be like. He's just a weirdo that like collects doll hair or something. Mhm. You know, like he's he's got this like shed with all these like strands of doll hair numbered on the wall, and it's gonna be like, okay, this guy is just kind of weird. Mhm. Well, I'm glad you don't write for Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad I don't either, because I didn't have anything much better than that. Uh, but uh, well, I'm not glad I don't write for Dexter, but you know what I mean. 
Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's not what I would have written for it, but it's what I thought was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I just, I didn't really get it. I didn't get where they were going with that. It was, it was, you, you didn't, I mean, it was, it's an obvious conclusion if you see a taxidermist or whatever this guy was. I, I keep saying yeah. taxidermist, but he's animal control. Right. And then, but I guess you just think taxidermy. I mean, it's an animal control guy who's creepy. He's got to be doing taxidermy, right? I mean, yeah. And he's doing something. He had, I mean, that was what was weird when Dexter opens the trash can and he sees all the dead animals. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, nothing weird here. Keep mm-hmm. going. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I know nothing about, like, sanitation law. And something tells me you can't just have a dumpster full of dead animals hanging out. Like, I think there's really? probably some proper way to dispose of them, not just decomposing in, in open containers. I was like, that's just like, yep, nothing weird here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, you might be onto something with that. Because, I mean, if that's his job, I mean, why is this stuff at his house if that's his job? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's already just... strange that he's got that crap at his house. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he's taking his work home for no mm-hmm. reason. <laughs> and that kind of work, and you're taking it home, something's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, some work you leave in the office. I don't, you know, I, I said the same thing Dexter did. I was like, oh, nothing weird there, because, <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone has a dumpster full of dead animals. Well, he's a dead animal guy, so why not? But, yeah, it is, it's actually still weird. <laughs> Yeah, no, as soon as I saw that, I'm thinking, yeah, no, that's not good. You shouldn't have that right there. No. No. And I guess they wanted to tease us that, like, those bins could just be dead animals. And, like, mm-hmm. that he, he would just, I think Dex even said it, like, he's too lazy or something. He just throws them, like, that's in so stupid. Pit. I mean, it's fine, I guess, to jump to that conclusion, but that that would be so stupid to be, like, I'm too lazy to dispose of my job, the stuff I do with my job correctly. So I'm just going to bu- put them in barrels and dump them in this shallow, like, marsh. <laughs> it's... All right. But you know what? Having it be human remains doesn't make it any smarter, so. True. True. It's probably less smart having it be probably human remains. Less. Probably less. <laughs> you have to get pen and paper out to really decide, but, uh, you yeah, know, probably yeah. less. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, Fowler. That's such a made-up name. Yeah. No offense to any Boyd Fowlers out there. <laughs> I know. We've probably had, like, five Boyd Fowlers listening. Sorry, mm-hmm. guys. Um. All right, well, we'll be back next week, and... Uh, well, maybe we'll be back the week after next. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll be uh, back. We'll be back. We'll, just, we'll be back. Dot dot dot. How about that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think Dexter is the kind of show that is probably best, uh, you know, taken maybe in twos more so than episode at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think we we got a good podcast out of two, but one would have been more of a stretch. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Yes. We'll catch you next time. All right, see you later.